Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And welcome to another edition of After Hours with Tifo and Luby. Jeff DeForest, Michael Luby. Lubitz here on Believe. And uh, this is the man, I, I think, you know, like LeBron James is to the Los Angeles Lakers, like Michael was to the Chicago Bulls, like uh, the Greek is to the Milwaukee Bucks. So without this man uh, on their team, I'm not even sure Believe exists, but uh, he, he's done a brilliant job carrying the torch for this uh, fine network of podcasters. And uh, it's always a pleasure to welcome to the show. Uh, the great one himself, two for the money fame, uh, Mr. Brandon Lang. Uh, Brandon, how are you, my friend? Happy New Year, sir. You, you remember the scene in Jerry Maguire? Yeah. When Jerry, when Jerry leaves the office and he's like, I'm taking this fish with me. And who's going yes. with me? Yeah. And Renee Zellweger says, I'll go with you. Yes, Dorothy, whatever her name is. So that they will walk out of the office and the office is dead quiet. And then they go right back to work like nothing yeah. ever happened. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to sound callous when I say this because I really don't give a shit what people think of me. But here's the fact of the situation. If a guy goes down with a neck injury, a broken neck, yep. which yes. has happened, yep. they throw him on a stretcher, they reel him off, nobody's crying nobody's down on one knee. They might pray for him, put their hand on him, but they throw him on the stretcher, they wheel him out, and they go back and play. Yep. Yeah. These guys are paid a tremendous amount of money, and they know that every play, they could be paralyzed. Every play, something happens. And the significance of this game, ESPN and every commentator on ESPN, all these NFL guys, who are talking about the significance of this game, not one of these buffoons got it right. All they said was Buffalo suffers from this and Buffalo could have the one seed and, you know, Buffalo this, Buffalo that, Buffalo this. The team that gets fisted here, raw with the big size of the fucking Louisville slugger bat is the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's break it down. Kansas City loses to the Raiders. Probably not going to happen, but let's just say it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cincinnati, Cincinnati sets one game behind Buffalo and one game behind KC. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati already has a win over, over KC. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you watched the first two possessions of the game, but the Bills won I the did. toss to, yeah. to give us the fucking ball. Yeah. Why? Because your secondary fucking can't cover four nuns in a wheelchair. <laughs> and they went right down on six plays and they scored. Then they held a field goal, and then they said, fuck you again, and went up midfield in three plays, and they were going to score again, and again, and again, and again, and it was a fucking blowout. So then they turn around next week, this weekend, they beat the Ravens, and guess what? They get the number one seed. Yep. But right. now, because you don't play this game, and they don't get the home win over Buffalo, now what happens? 
KC beats the Raiders. Buffalo beats the Patriots. And the Cincinnati Bengals have to now go on the road and play not one, but two road playoff games to get to the Super Bowl. And more than likely, we'll have to go to Buffalo and have to go KC. The NFL has spread their ass cheeks so far, and Roger Goodell <laughs> took his little four-inch penis and stuck it all up Zach Taylor's ass and said, sorry, Zach. We're sorry about that, buddy. You know, I, I, I'm in the gym, Zach. I'm, I'm pretty muscular. I got all these big, hot, black athletes that I'm in control of because I'm the commissioner, and I'm a big man. But you know what? There's one team that's going to get fucked here. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. Sorry about your luck, Chuck. See you on campus. No one said that. <laughs> the entire focus of every breakdown was the Buffalo Bills. Cincy gets tranny fucked, gang banged all <laughs> night long. And it's too bad because they were about to blow the doors off Buffalo. That's what it looked like. That's what it felt like, yeah. Guys, when Miami what? went in there, I'll finish up in 30 seconds. Yeah, when Miami went in there, Miami was playing their third straight road game. Yep. They just spent two weeks on the West Coast, yep. flew all the way back to the East Coast, jet lag, then flew up to Buffalo, cold weather, horrible weather, and put up 29 points, over 400 yards total offense. Two it looked like Steve Young, yeah. ran for 188 yep. yards. They shredded Buffalo's defense. Why did people think on Monday night that this Buffalo defense was going to go into Cincinnati against this offense yeah. that, is tough, that is literally firing all cylinders? And a team that has covered 12 of the last 13 games. They're a fucking cash cow. Why I'm pissed? They have my biggest Monday night play of my career on the Cincinnati Bengals, and I get fucking robbed of it because the guy has the cardiac. I knew there was a a deeper reason. Guys, I get it. I I absolutely get it. But you guys are paid millions of dollars to play football. Fucking man up and play football. (laughs) God damn it. Uh, you're right about that. We were mentioning that uh, we just, just uh, before thing. we got in touch with you on our show this morning, yep. uh, on our regular uh, program, uh, the Defoe show there on uh, South Florida Live, that, uh, you know, uh, guys, you're just waiting for them to, like, wiggle a finger. Yep. And, uh, you know, and, and, and if it doesn't happen, like, uh, you know, in the case of a guy like Utley or, uh, you know, Stingley, uh, they, they cart the guy off and, and, and the game resumes. And not even five minutes yep. later, like right after. You know, they, they, they put him out there in the field, and they play, and they, these Darryl, guys are capable of shaking it off and playing. And that guy's life's ruined. It's Darryl, not like a paralysis. Darryl Stingley <laughs> was, was, okay, so Hamlin goes to the hospital. Reports are he's, he's going to be fine. His oxygen levels are up. Yeah, he's yeah, gonna everything's be fine. positive so far. Everything's going to be fine. He's going to be able to walk, play with his kids, run his foundation. He gets back yeah. to the NFL. He gets back to the NFL. Everything's going to be fine, and, and, and life goes on. <clears throat> Make sure everyone hears what I'm about to say. Daryl Stingley. Paralyzed for the rest of his fucking life. Yeah. Oh, no. We, yeah. we, we still play football. Hey, good luck, Daryl. Good luck to you, buddy. Yeah. Hey, Daryl, yeah. how's, how's the wheelchair? Hip, gonna, hey, you, can, oh, you can't feel your hip. I'm sorry, Daryl. I'm, I'm sorry. The, the sensitivity issue is so out of whack yeah. in the NFL. It, it just it sickens me. It, it just sickens me that – you put so much money and so much in stake in a regular season to strip the Bengals of they're showing it right now. AFC number one seed clinching scenarios on, on get up, you know, and it's unbelievable. Chiefs are 13 and three bills are 12 and three Bengals are 11. So and they're four. just, so Bengals, for, cause I haven't, we haven't heard any, like, are they just assuming the game's not getting played? Like, I, I'm I don't know how you play it. Like, cause how, they can't, 
the only way they can potentially play this game, here's why they can't play it. No matter how they try to say they're going to play it, they can't play it. The only way they can play it is they move the Super Bowl to a week later. Yeah. And then they give everybody a bye week except Buffalo and Cincy. Yeah. And then they play yeah. Buffalo Cincy the next weekend. Because you can't have Buffalo and Cincy play on Sunday and then have them play on Thursday and then have them play again on Sunday. It's impossible. Yeah. They have fucked themselves to a level of epic proportions because yeah. the only way they can do this, no one's talked about this, the only way they can do this is after the regular season final, everybody's going to get a bye week yep. except Buffalo and Cincinnati. And then Buffalo and Cincinnati are going to play the following Saturday. Yep. And then based on who wins that game, all the seedings in place, so you're going to get – and then everybody's got to play. You can't play that next week. So the number one seeds are going to get multiple bye weeks. Yeah. Everybody else is yeah. going to get a multiple bye week. And the only teams that get screwed is Buffalo and Cincy who get no bye week and have to play three successive week or four successive weeks. No, it, it seems like there's no way to do it's it. It's a disaster. Uh, you know, I, I, and I can't see the NFL going through all. Nope. And, and, and who makes out on this? On the, the one Super Bowl and, any, and the, playoffs the, and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the one team I hate more than any team in the NFL, and that's the overrated Buffalo Bills, because they are overrated and they're not going to the Super Bowl, and it's as simple as that. So, hi, boys. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> uh, <good laughs> year. I knew you had money on the game. A friend of mine uh, posted a ticket on Facebook. He, he puts up these outrageous bets that he makes, and uh, they, they are legit. He goes to South Point, and uh, he had 100 grand at. Uh, Plus one thirty on the Cincinnati Bengals in that game, so uh, I, I would imagine he, uh, you know, uh, he, he, with all empathy, is going to uh, Demar Hamlin, was screaming, "Get this thing back up and running!" Because <laughs> it, it did look like it was going to be a Cincinnati route. Uh, I, I tell you what, looked like a route to me, uh, Brandon Lang. I suffered one of the tougher beats of my lifetime, uh, almost impossible to conceive of at forty-five to thirty with about uh, two and a half, three minutes to go oh, in the game, God. and uh, that was the uh, USC Tulane game. <laughs> which, uh, of course, Tulane gets the ball back after going down 15, scores in two plays, 94 yards or whatever it was. And uh, then, I mean, uh, probably the worst defended onside kick I I've ever seen. Is there a page in the special teams playbook? We asked a coach this the other day who had coached special teams uh, at the collegiate level. Uh, if there was any page in the playbook to uh, allow the ball to go right down the middle, <laughs> not even with a peculiar bounce, let it go about 15, 16 yards, and with nobody even attempting to recover the ball, allow the other team to come pick it up and then uh, get another possession. Uh, have you seen that? But, I mean, it seemed like there was no way, laying three, that you could lose with USC when they went up 45-30. Well, wait a minute. I, I, I thought, correct me if I'm wrong, that Tulane never onside kicked it. They didn't have to. They kicked it deep, and the kid caught it at the one-yard line and then went out of bounds pinning USC oh, yeah, back. yeah. Yo, that's right. That's right. That may have been uh, another game where we saw this onside that kick. Was, yeah, yeah. That was, that was the biggest mistake on the planet Earth, that sure yeah. the kid called for the fair catch and right. ran and over there. But being it. that close to the sideline, just let it, let it go. A, it goes out of bounds. You get it at the 30, 35-yard line. Or B, yeah. you let it go in the end zone, and it's a touchback. Right. That is what created – the bad beat that one kid with that mistake because yeah. it pinned them back. And then once they pinned them back, the state came into play and then you were, yeah. then you were absolutely screwed. I'll go on record and say, I'll go to my grave saying, if that kid lets it go and you give USC that field position, 
one first down, the game's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're right. not stopping USC from getting a first down. That, yeah. that would have been humanly impossible at this point. But that kid, single-handedly, the bad beat is on that kid, number four. And he did. He, he, he kind of stood there for a second looking like a deer in the headlights going, boy, I really screwed up here. Oh, boy. Couldn't have fucked up any worse. You're right. I had four dimes on USC. Oh, teased to plus three and took the over-under down and went over. So I was dancing and styling and profiling and celebrating going, oh my God. And then I said to myself, if anybody out there had USC, oh my God, this is a bad beat. Another game, though, I guess, uh, where they had the, uh, the hideous onside kick that uh, actually worked. And it was one of the uh, big ball games. And uh, I, I've never seen a worse defended onside kick, and it ended up uh, being a, you know, a hugely significant play because uh, the team that uh, uh, executed this onside kick uh, went on and, and won the ball game late, uh, which uh, was, was great. Well, was, that, uh, what, was that in the uh, Ohio State-Georgia game? No, there was an onside been, kick in that game. Yeah, it was one, one of those big games. Yeah, where, there was where, an onside uh, kick. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I just can't remember the game. Yeah. It was absolutely horrible. All right, um, we have a full slate of NFL yes. games and very hard to decipher, Brandon Lang, uh, you know, plus the college championship game, which uh, they immediately opened up uh, TCU, Cinderella team, uh, as 13-and-a-half-point uh, dogs, and that line is down now to, well, I have it at 12 and a hook here uh, in uh, my yesterday's news tomorrow uh, edition of the New York Post. But um, anyway, uh, what do you have for us this week in the NFL? And, and how difficult do you figure these games are going to be to uh, determine, and then beyond that, how are the Jets favored again this week after that embarrassment that they pulled off in Seattle when favored? Because Teddy Bridgewater and the quarterback situation for Miami is in peril. Well, we signed That's Mike why. Glennon just <laughs> yesterday. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, listen, um, there are games on the board where you can find value. And here's your value. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm going to give you three NFL winners, three games that will not lose. Take the point spread, throw it out the window. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to absolutely hammer the Tennessee Titans. And I do mean hammer. Think about this. You might think so, yeah. Jacksonville, Jacksonville showed you everything they were made of last week when they went to Houston. And they had nothing to play for. Win or lose, they still have to beat Tennessee Saturday. And they blew the doors off the Texans like they were a junior varsity high school football team. And now coming back home, facing this Tennessee team, who they drilled up one side down the other in Tennessee, that is a three-touchdown burial. Jacksonville minus the six. Game number two. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Look what they've done. Mike Tomlin's sitting there literally at six and eight. He's never had a losing record as head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they go on a drive in the last two minutes and they beat the Raiders. They go into Baltimore and they go on a drive in the last two minutes and they beat the Ravens. So now they're sitting there at eight and eight at home now against this Browns team at Deshaun Watson, Pittsburgh. Minus the two and a half. And last but not least, since you made a, such a big deal on national TV 
of your boy crying and and mommy puts you in timeout and teammates in the hospital and he's doing better and all that. The Patriots are going to go into Buffalo and they're going to hang in that game. They win, they in, they're in, they lose, they're out. Their defense is playing lights out. I'll say it again. Buffalo's having trouble stopping the run right now. Um, their secondary banged up. I'm going to grab the Patriots plus seven and a half. Buffalo on an emotional bummer, too, uh, you would think, uh, with, with the Patriots coming in there with a lot of incentive. And, uh, you know, a tough beat that they took. Uh, they, they were getting handled by the Miami Dolphins. And, uh, you know, the Dolphins uh, put them back in the game. And uh, they managed to hang on, although uh, that was a tough backdoor cover there with Skylar Thompson getting uh, what appeared to be a meaningless touchdown late in the ballgame, uh, only to uh, cover the two and a hook that I was laying. Uh, with the New England uh, Patriots uh, in that spot. Uh, all right, anything on the college uh, championship game? You, you have that for your subscribers? Uh, any thoughts on that that you want to relate to us here on Believe? I have to decide whether that running back for TCU is playing Miller, I think his name is. But I've said all year long when I watched Georgia play at Missouri, and they were down 22-19 with four minutes to go at Missouri. And I literally said, I'm like, this team's not this team's not as good as everybody thinks. And then I saw the offensive line of TCU averages 327 across the board. The D line of Georgia, 280-something across the board. That's huge. That's really huge for a dog that's going to cover the number. Here's my answer. Yeah. I, 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 loved, I loved Ohio State. I loved Ohio State. Um, talked about Ohio State, gave Ohio State out on radio. People told me I was crazy. I said, I'm telling you, they're receivers and and their passing game matches up well against that Georgia secondary. And then I talked myself into a fucking Jim Harbaugh. (laughs) The the, the black rim glasses and, you know, I'm putting him on a guy who watches tranny porn think about it. look at his face he looks like he watches tranny yeah. porn. the black he does look glasses. like he's trying to conceal something about his private <laughs> absolutely he he looks like he when he's watching film late at night and his door's shut he ain't watching film he goes right to a shemailtube.com and he goes to town absolutely fucking jim harbaugh he's now only six <laughs> against the spread his last six bowl games like the guy does not know how to coach and get his team ready for a bowl game and I bought into his fucking hype again. He fucking buried me again. And then I have to sit there and watch Ohio State literally just hang in there with Georgia the whole game long. I bring that up to say this. All TCU has done is, for the most part, cover every game this year. And the two games they didn't cover were at Oklahoma State. Uh, three games they didn't cover. At Oklahoma State, at Baylor, and the Big 12 championship game. Other than that, they've covered every game this year. All that team does is figure out a way to hang in ball games, and I'm not about to go against that. I'm sorry, I'll force Georgia to blow the doors off them. I will. I just, I just, you go against this team, you're playing with fire. You're getting 12 and a half with a team that's got a mobile quarterback, good receivers, a defense that 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 played that played pretty well. Um, and listen, I think the game goes over the post total too. I think it's just going to be a shootout, just like the both games were on a Saturday. 
All right. So, well, always a pleasure, uh, Brandon Lang, uh, yeah, taking the points there. That, that was my first inclination was that they're going to give you almost two touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, you have to take a shot with this underdog who uh, I, I think they were a tremendous price uh, of the four teams oh, yeah, that, that were in the, uh, you know, uh, tournament there as semifinalists. I, I thought they they were getting some enormous price as the biggest oh, shot on the field. Yep. Yep. And, and we're in here with a legitimate shot as, as we've now seen. Uh, uh, all right. Um, we thank you so much for being with us uh, here on uh, Believe. And, of course, you can catch Brandon Lang on his own podcast on Believe and uh, more of this sensational stuff. Um, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, appreciate Thanks, it. You, you've exposed a lot of things here on the program. It's always enlightening. Uh, you know, did not know about the – but uh, it now makes sense, the, uh, you know, tranny fascination of, of Jim, Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh, yeah. Equated to his inability to win a ball game. I, I like that. Um, just, thanks just so much for being with us. Just, Always a pleasure. You yeah. Gotta, just, just remember this. If you see a cross-dresser or you see a tranny, give them a hug because they need love, too. <laughs> we love you. Happy New Year, though. Happy New Year, Brandon Lang. Let's make it a good one in 2023. It's off to a good start. Thanks for being with us. Brandon Lang, ladies and gentlemen, uh, two for the money fame uh, and uh, big things happening on the horizon there, uh, with um, perhaps uh, this particular podcast with Brandon Lang in the near future. Luby, always good to uh, think ahead. All right, uh, Luby, you have a good one. And uh, if you're uh, inclined to uh, subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel, South Florida Live, uh, you'll catch our morning show and also a show called Mike Mayo's Lunchbox, where today we're uh, doing a taste test of uh, the best jarred spaghetti sauces. It's a fascinating show. It really is. It's a study, <laughs> it actually is. It's weird as study it sounds. And, and insanity. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do this, but uh, we'll, we'll be out there live in Fort Lauderdale <laughs> at a place that uh, Barstool's David Portnoy gave the yes. thumbs up to, uh, the pizza spot. Yes. Uh, New Haven style pizza, and they really do a good job on it, I think. So uh, we'll see you later on if you're in South Florida here in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Uh, that's 12 o'clock, the pizza spot. And uh, catch us tomorrow. South Florida Live, our Degenerate Friday show, is always a hoot. This is a nice prelude to it. We have some outstanding and very different handicappers, uh, a lot of different approaches, as uh, evidenced by the fact that uh, Brandon Lang, you would have to say, a somewhat different approach than you would get on FanDuel TV yes, yes, yes. with Michelle Beadle yes. or, uh, you know, Anita Marks on ESPN, any yes. of this stuff. Yes. Uh, you know, you have to have felt the pain, I think, to uh, be delivering gambling opinion. At some point in time, which, uh, you know, Brandon communicates very eloquently <laughs> to the people. Uh, very graphically. All right. Uh, we got to get out of here, uh, people. Yes. One thing to keep in mind, no matter what you're doing, 2023, it's going to be your year. You got to believe. Play the ponies in style at Champions, the outstanding simulcasting room at beautiful Hylia Park. Yes, the grand old lady of thoroughbred racing has never been more vibrant and you can wager on the races from the top tracks around the country while enjoying a cocktail at the Brass Rail Bar or any of the fine food served throughout the facility. If poker is your game, you're covered in style, and you can play all your favorite Vegas-style games, including blackjack, craps, and roulette in Hylia Park's sizzling hot casino. Get a player's card when you walk through the door for all kinds of generous amenities, including our favorite, free play. When you come out to the ultimate casino and entertainment destination, Highly apart. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.